Welcome to There is an Angel for That. Over the next hour, Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson will help encourage you to explore your spiritual side to achieve transformation by delving into the spirit realm of angels and archangels. Now here is Yvonne and Carolyn. Hello everyone, good afternoon and welcome to our show, There is an Angel for That. My name is Yvonne Cote. I am your host, as well as joining me, as always, my amazing co-host, Carol Ann Dickinson. Hello, Carol Ann, and how are you doing today? Hello, Yvonne. I'm doing great. So excited for our show today. Excited to be here with you and excited to learn new stuff. Yeah, me too. Yes. So, yes, talking about exciting. Yes, we do have a special guest joining us today, and her name is... Ashley Campbell. And we're going to chat with her in just a moment. But first, let me just tell you a little bit about her. Ashley Campbell is an angel communicator, helping in remote healings, collective grid work, and angelic guidance. Ashley is able to transport her soul essence to help other humans in need. And she is able to touch, comfort, communicate, and offer healings to others all throughout time and space. She also specializes in being a direct channel for clients to receive angel and guide support in all aspects of life. Ashley has been featured in Suzanne Wilson's book, Soul Smart, and Ivory Lanou's book, Let Your Angels Lead. So hello, Ashley, and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, I know Caroline and I are both very grateful that you're here with us. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So Ashley, um, just listening to the bio, I have to say, I am super intrigued to hear all about you being able to transport your soul essence and to help other humans in needs. That just sounds like so amazing. And I want to delve into that in just a minute. But first, you know me, I love angels and I love hearing about angels. So you also talked about, you know, being an angel communicator. So I'm wondering if you can start with that for us. How did you become an angel communicator? Or how did you know you were an angel communicator? Yeah, okay. So um, it all probably started happening for me about seven years ago. Um, I was kind of interested and, um, you know, looking for more in my life and not really know what I was doing, but knowing like, okay, I'm going to start taking some intuition classes. So I started with Suzanne Wilson. She's the carefree medium up in carefree Arizona. And um, so I started with her doing some classes and then as uh, one-on-one sessions. And as that started happening, it was like shockwaves through my whole existence where I just opened up immediately. And then she helped me figure out what was going on. So um, she trained me in a way that, you know, to set myself up and, and protect myself. And, and I've learned so much along the way um, of just becoming a clear conduit to the higher realms and just listening to what they tell me and then being able to pass it on to, who, to whoever needs to whoever needs it. And, you know, sometimes I'm sure as you've experienced, I don't really know, it, it won't necessarily resonate with me, but I say it to the person anyway. And then they say, oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> so, um, so, right. So it, it, it really is, 
is not complex at all, right? It's really mm-hmm. just straight from source and straight into my heart. And then just being able to trust myself and knowing, um, which was a whole nother, you know, there's so many avenues to, to this whole process. So, um, so, right. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's awesome. Um, So when you communicate, I just want to get a feel. So on the show, I talk about how, when I communicate with angels, so I'm just kind of curious, I see like, Right. I see lights, like the aura colors that come in, or I might feel them coming in around me. Is that kind of a similar experience that you have or? Um, yes, I would say I don't necessarily see with my eyes, but I can mm-hmm. feel it. I can yeah. feel them when they come in and I can um, hear them or they give me, she would say it was like the Cadillac. She called it the Cadillac of um ways to receive where they put the picture straight in my head. Yes. So it just views like a movie. Um, and so then when you spend enough time with it, you can start to feel the different energies of the different archangels and who's coming yeah. in or the different, um, beings or, um, you know, you get a, you get a feel for their resonance and, um, and then it would be the same feeling every time. So like when archangel Gabriel comes in, it's like this huge blast of light for me. And I cannot, um, I cannot sustain it for very long. Like my human can't hold on to it for very long. If that makes sense. It's like very succinct, precise, strong. Um, and then, you know, they, they all kind of feel different. So, um, just in different times of my life, I feel like different archangels pop in to mm-hmm. get me along the next leg of my journey. Yeah. So, um, and then I have, when Suzanne set me up, she said, you have four angels that they just want to be called the four angels and they are here to help you with this process. So I call on them every time I ground myself in and want to receive a message for someone. Mm-hmm. I want to get clarity for someone or, um, you know, for clients or friends or family or, or myself even. So I, I always call in those four angels and I can feel when they're there um, because it's very calming, right? It's like a calming sense. Um, and it, it's not a lot of noise. It's yeah. just quiet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's super awesome. So going back to the very beginning when we were talking and I said to you about this, I really, really am intrigued about what is this when you talk about being able to transport your soul essence and being able to help other humans in need? I'm just like, yeah, wanting to hear all about that. Well, um, and I didn't really even don't even really know how quite to describe it. So that was the best way I could come up with it. But basically, Mm -hmm. when this all started happening to me, and I was hearing all sorts of things and messages. And um, when I would go to my yoga classes, and I was doing a lot of kundalini yoga at the time where there's like a lot of sound healing and things. um, I was lying down. And all of a sudden I was not in the room anymore. I was with someone else and I didn't know exactly what was happening, but I knew that he could see me and it was a man struggling. Um, and I remember thinking what is happening, but I'm going to go with this. Right. So I had this experience where he was like, it was another country. It looked like some kind of war zone and he had a gun and he was struggling of what to do. And I was just giving him immediate advice of, you don't have to do this. There are other ways you are love, Uh, you know, just whatever it was. um, 
and like staring in each other's eyes. So then after this whole experience happened and I came back into the, to my body, I was like, okay, what the heck just happened? Right. And then, um, you know, how, how the universe works when, when, when you start seeing all the synchronicities and following the journey and having a vulnerable open heart and, and, allowing that magic to happen in your life, all of a sudden, Suzanne, um, she would call me and say, Hey, I have an opening, even though she has like a year long waiting list, she would say, come back in. So it was like, she knew I needed the next step. Right. So then I came in and told her this happened to me. Um, am I crazy? Or is that in my imagination? What is this? And then she explained it to me. No, you, you were there, you helped him. And she said that people, it can come across where someone can exactly see me or it can come across as they have an epiphany or they feel angelic presence around them. Um, she says they can happen in different ways, but to, but to keep doing it. And so I did. And so I'll, I'll sit in meditation. Um, and sometimes it's very simple. Like my daughter will be at her piano lesson and I'll feel like, okay, now is a good time for me to do this. So I just go into meditation. I call in my angels. I call in my guides and I say, where, where am I needed? Let, allow me to be a conduit to bridge the heavens into the physical reality. Because I believe that if I'm physical and aware and I'm in this 3D, then I can bridge the higher realms to people who need it. And I, I believe I'm tapping into maybe like the 40. I kind of see the 40 as like a super highway where there's tons of information. There's the angels, there's um, all kinds of, you know, stuff going on there, I guess. And so that's where you can maybe receive a thought or receive something from someone. So I, I believe that's where the communication happens and I'm bridging the higher to, to the earth. And then I just say, take me where I need to go. And so then I'll just be brought in different. I just try and wipe my mind. Um, and then just different scenarios start popping in and I do exactly what is needed. Like, um, not even really know what I'm doing, just allowing myself to be the the conduit for what needs to come through for that person. Um, so at first I wondered, like, you know, you still question your sanity. Um, yes. And then I would get all of these, um, all of this validation. Like I would see someone and see their face and I would say, wow, that looks like a certain celebrity. And then I'd walk into the other room and that celebrity would then be on the TV or I would um, see someone's face or it would be a scenario. And then I would be reading a book that night before bed. And that same scenario would be happening in the book. So it just gave me that validation, like, okay, this is real. And I need to keep going because now must be the time um, to be doing this. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And then it started kind of evolving over time where I would know someone who would need help. And uh, my husband's in law enforcement. And so he would come home with these, you know, horrific things that are going on. And mm -hmm. like there was one boy who was badly, badly abused and um, taken into foster care. And I I could feel him. And so at, like before I would go to bed at night, I'd say, okay, place me with this boy to be a comfort for him. And then I know that I would be there like holding his hand, going to sleep at night. And then 
it would only last for so long. Like that's where I know that it's authentic when I can't replicate it. Right. I can't just like imagine I'm somewhere and be there. And then the person fades away out of my field. Then when the little boy didn't need it anymore, I was gone. And then that was that, you know, so it, it comes in and out. And then I think once I'm helping someone, um, my friend Carrie likes to say, well, now they're on your grid. And so like someone will pop in and I'll be like, Ooh, okay. What's going on? You know, I can feel this person, something's going on. And maybe that happens to you guys too. Yeah. But, um, right. So it just kind of evolved from, you know, from there. And I just say, use me where, where it's needed, because I know that there are so many people suffering on this planet and feel like no one is listening. And, and maybe there's more people like me that have this ability to like really help make change. So, yeah, so that's why I just keep going. We, this is a fascinating, fascinating conversation. And there's so many questions that I have. (laughs) Um, I think that um, we're going to, now would be a great time for us to take a break. So let's go ahead and take a short break. And then we come back, we'll continue with the conversation. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Join angel medium and spiritual mentor Yvonne Cote along with medium, counselor, and teacher Carolyn Dickinson as they explore the realm of spirits, angels, and archangels. This journey will have you open to new possibilities and encourage your own spiritual exploration so that you too can implement or build and strengthen your daily spiritual practices in order to achieve some form of transformation. There is an angel for that. Wednesdays at 12 p.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Do you have executive function challenges? Actually, these are a lot more common than you would think. These challenges include time management issues, organization, planning, focusing, memory, and problem solving. If this sounds like you, you'll want to check out Focus on Success. With Fazia Costi, you'll hear from professionals that offer advice based on their expertise and provide solutions to improve your life. Focus on Success can be heard Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to There is an Angel for That. If you have a question for Yvonne, Carolyn, or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. 
welcome back. We are talking with the amazing, lovely, and talented Ashley Campbell. We're so grateful to have her on the show. And I do want to say, if you would like to join in the conversation, if you have a question for our guest, or if you just have a general question or want an on-the-spot flash reading, call us. We are open and we'd love to have you. So Ashley, I have a thousand questions for you. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) when I was listening to you talk and I was going, I was kind of in my head imagining what that experience was like. And the only thing that I can kind of equate it to or similar, have a similar experience is, is doing kind of like a distance Reiki session where you are with the person, you blend with their spirit, whether they're in, well, whether you're doing Reiki, usually it's um, someone in a physical body. Mm-hmm. And so you're with them, you ha- you can see, you can feel, you can experience what's going on with them. Um, and then, And then it's very much like blending with the soul of whoever it is that needs your help, right? Mm-hmm. So it is a form of mediumship in that way. And then my next question to you is, do you consider yourself a channeler? Um, right. So, okay. I have friends who are Reiki masters and I've never done that training um, because my friend and I like to say, you know, all roads lead to Rome. And right. so... Um, Whereas I'm probably doing something really similar to that of what of what Reiki is or all of that. But I think that we all have different modalities and I think we're all needed right now um, to help. So whereas before people it would take like 10 years of training, maybe now it's only taking 10 weeks or 10 months because things are speeding up so quickly. And I know people say that a lot, but then I, I'm like a true testament to that, um, happening in my life. So, um, so right. I think it is pretty similar to Reiki from what I understand. Um, and I, I don't, um, I don't do any, like I, I set up myself the same way, probably, you know, it's all pretty, it's all similar because it's all from source. So, um, and, and as far as being a channeler, I, I can receive direct guidance and messages. And, um, I know Suzanne used to say to me, you know, you're just going past the dead community. She said, you're going past the dead community and straight up to the higher realms. And she said, you can do the you can, you can interact with them too, but let's focus more. She said, because they are loud and once they get going, they don't stop. (laughs) She would say, you know, stuff like that to me. So, um, so I have, I have done that as well. Like, um, or stuff will just start streaming in, you know, sometimes you're washing dishes and I'm like, oh my gosh, why is this person talking to me? Right. The download. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's always when I'm doing something very mundane. It's always like I'm vacuuming or I'm, yep. you know, and then I'm like, Ooh, what was that? Okay. Um, shoot. I guess it better, I guess it better listen. Right. And so, um, so I guess from that aspect, is that, be, is that channeling too? I just feel like I'm a conduit. I don't take any credit for any of this. It's, I feel yeah. like everybody can do it. Um, yeah. it's just, I guess I always have that like childlike wonder and um yeah 
and I'm open. And I felt like as soon as I became vulnerable with my story or like vulnerable with friends and saying like, this is happening to me, what do I do? I feel like that's when I was given the people that I needed to like help me grow. Um, so I feel like we're always carried through this. Right. Mm-hmm, um, right. So. Wow. And I think it's really incredible that you had the courage to just, and I mean, all of us, we've, we've talked a lot about the importance of having a teacher slash mentor on this path and journey. Yeah. And we're all very connected to ours as well. And I love that you have a mentor teacher that you trust that helped you guide you in a way that was good for you. And I think it's courageous and incredible that you've had that been able to do that and be who you are and do it your way. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Me too. Yeah. Thank you. And I always like to say too, just when I feel like I get attached to a mentor or a teacher and like start relying on them, that's when they always disappear. It's like, that's when all of a sudden they drop off or, Oh, I'm moving yep. or, Oh, I'm changing. And I'm like, ah, but I need you. And then I'm like, okay, no, I don't need them. But it's yeah. Uh, yeah. so it's like a whole process of like, loving and letting go, right? Of like, okay, letting go, knowing the next comes in as it's supposed to. And then I know I do that for other people where someone will come to me that I'm not expecting. And, and, and then I know we all have medicine to share with each other. So then I know that I'm hearing what, what I need to hear from them. And then they're hearing what they need to hear from me. And, um, it's always like the next initiation into the next step. Um, and I just kind of stay open to everything and to see, okay, what's next? Because I'm here to learn. I'm here to help. Um, and yeah. So what is the next step for you? Where do you feel <laughs> like you're out on your journey? Do you have any idea? Gosh, well, right now I feel like I really needed to focus on being present um, because I realized something I was thinking, we all talk about manifestation or doing this or doing that. And then I realized if I am scattered, if we're multidimensional and there's multiple timelines, then I am scattered all over the place. And so if I'm present, then I believe it draws all of my consciousness mostly into this body. So then anything I want to manifest should drop in on this timeline, not the Ashley over like living on the beach somewhere, having her best life. Like I want that Ashley to come here. So, um, so I, I, I finally got that when everyone said the power of now and being present and, you know, you don't get something until you finally get something. And then I'm like, yeah. Oh, (laughs) so, so, um, you know, so right now where it would come in waves, right. Where I would say, Oh, I have to be working on this right now, or I have to be doing this collective work. Or then for a while I was going, Ooh, I have to look at my childhood for a little bit. And Mm -hmm. so I did a lot of that. And then I decided how long do you have to be doing this for? Because, you know, (laughs) there's that, there's that. And then all of the more the mirroring of like, Oh no, why is my daughter doing this? Is it because I'm doing this? And then, you know, just kind of like exploring all of those different healing aspects and then going, okay, but then, but then what, like, um, there's so much power in just being. Mm -hmm. And one of the mantras I loved with Kundalini yoga was, um, I, you know, just, I am Mm -hmm. period. Yes, I am. And then another one I loved was um, um, me and God are one. 
and um, just saying it over and over again. And then just like letting whatever be whatever it needs to be. So, um, you know, I feel like I've come a long way on this of like my monkey mind spinning and what do I do next? And now it's yep. kind of, yeah. no, I, I think that's why the, we, I was telling you that we um, just got puppies and they are the best way to make you present because even when I'm walking them, <laughs> I can't be doing like five other things. Um, and my friend always jokes that I'm really good at like, um, multitasking, like I'll be at target and I know, okay, I'm helping this person do this. Like there'll be four or five things going on on my back burners that, uh, because I think that's where we're at. I think that if you have the abilities and you keep going, then you just keep getting more and you could become way more efficient. I don't think it has to take an hour to get something done. I think you can go right in, call it in and, and be clear and concise and be done. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't like, I know that I can't hold on to people's stories and I can't do the work for people, but if right. I can be a, com- a comfort and a support and, and just hold someone's hand through their process. Um, I think that probably goes a long, a way further way than, than anything else for me. In the counseling world, they call it walking a line alongside walking alongside because we you're right we can't make people's choices for them Mm -hmm. sometimes it would be much easier if we could Mm -hmm. (laughs) right but we can't make people's choices for them but you said some really important things Mm -hmm. Yvonne and I've talked a lot about finding balance in our life while having a spiritual path as well because we're human beings and we Mm -hmm. still have to have a full life while we're doing this work Yes. So it's about balance. And I think that you talk about that really important. And you also talked about doing your own work, doing your own personal work, your own journey to help you understand yourself better. Mm-hmm. So what are the things that you feel like um, have made the most impact on you by doing your own personal work? Mm. Yeah, thank you. Um you know, what has probably made the most impact is trust is learning to trust myself and taking back all of those layers who told me you can't do this or mm-hmm. you're silly or this isn't right. And, yeah. and so I just fought, started following my own guidance of like, okay, what makes me feel closest to God? Because I want to, I want to follow that. And so it just yeah. became a process of like doing breath work. Um, I started taking meat out of my diet, not because I at the time, not because I had this thing for animals, but because I felt like, oh, if I quit eating things that are dead, then maybe I my, I won't be so dense. And then I can uh, reach higher, higher realms much quicker. And I just felt this inner peace. And so in this world where everyone is picking sides and, and living in that polarity, I, that narrow path is often mistaked as like boring or, um, or not exciting or something. And it's just because we've been taught that walking the narrow path um, is, is, is not where it's at, but that's where it is exactly at for me um, where I'm finding the most contentment and, and being the most fulfilled and um, you know, where I'm most of service is walking my own path with God, whatever that looks like for everyone, you know, it's always different. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. I think one of the things that's been 
most challenging has been to have such opposite divides where there is a need for all the conflict for in, instead of a more liberal view of embrace your own values and belief systems and live that I honor your space and you can honor mine. And that's a great place to be. Right. Yeah. But you have to get there. And so I realize that people get triggered. So that's when I go, Ooh, why do I feel like this? And then I can just, now I have like certain protocols where I can go in and go, this is why I feel this way. Let's wipe it out. Um, Cause I don't want to be triggered by people. I want to honor all of their own journeys. Right. Um, Cause I believe it's all an expression of God. I believe if you think something is bad or good, I, I believe it is all um, an expression of source. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a short break and we'll continue the conversation in a moment. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you inspired by stories about personal empowerment, well-being, and the motivation to achieve more? Get ready for Next Steps Forward with Chris Meek. Each week, Chris will talk with experts and icons from different walks of life who personify energy, direction, excitement, and purpose as they take bold steps forward in pursuit of excellence and service to others. Tune in to Next Steps Forward, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Welcome back to There is an Angel for That. If you have a question for Yvonne, Carolyn, or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We're having a wonderful and fascinating conversation with Ashley Campbell. And there's, it just seems like there's never enough time when we start within on these conversations. 
So Yvonne, I know that you had some questions. Yeah, I do have a couple of questions for Ashley. Like, it's just so fascinating. Like, I just, I'm, I'm just listening to all the fun things here. Um, but I do have a question. Have you ever worked in terms of like working on missing person cases? Because I know when I used to do it um, a little bit here and there, I would do something that was called remote viewing. And when I hear you talk about, you know, how you have this experience where you can, you know, go and help others, do you, have you heard of remote viewing or do you, have you done it before? Do you, is there like a connection between the two that you, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So last time when you and I talked and you said, when you do these healings or when you're placed somewhere, do you look around and see where you're yeah. at? And so I did do that this last time I, I could hear you in my head. And so I started looking around to see where I was at and I could see, you know, something on the couch or a window open with loud noises outside and I'm in a building. So I was starting to like expand on that. So thank you for saying that to me um, because I normally just like hone right in on the person and whatever the needs are. Um, and so that, that helped me a lot. So thank you for suggesting that. Um, I did. There was only, there was one that we didn't even really know what we were getting into, but there was a hiker in Telluride and he went missing. And my friend has a close connection to Telluride. And before we knew it, it was myself and probably five other women who are, are healers of their own right in different ways. And we all kind of got wrapped into this like beautiful journey of, um, of trying to find this hiker and, he he did cross over, but we were all there at different stages helping him. Um, and we we were able to locate him where he was in the mountains. And we knew that the earth was going to open up and and reveal him, which she did. Um, and then later I go, I wonder if that was really the right spot. So then I called the I called the police department or whoever it was. <laughs> remember at the time, but I remember telling my husband, well, I called and asked if it was right at that spot that we thought, and it was. And so that, um, I don't know, but right. We still talk about that whole journey because it opened us all up to like a whole nother level of Mm -hmm. love and light. And, um, I know people say love and light, but I mean, I mean it in its purest form where I've been places where you don't want to leave. And I know that I'm only allowed to go so far in before um, because it is such an amazing feeling um, yeah. what's beyond. So, um, but I have not done much of that um, because um, I don't know why, I guess, cause my husband's in law enforcement and then he'll have people come that say, I know where this person is. So he'll hand me the paper and be like, well, you want to crack at this? And then, um, I don't know, I guess I haven't felt that calling mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, having this conversation with you, I think really opened things up for me in a different way. Cause before I would just see it as, you know, missing person cases come across and, you know, here's this energy of the name. Can you work with it? But listening to you talk today, it's not just, it. it's made me realize it's not just 
people that are missing. There's actually people who aren't physically missing, but there's a part of them or something going on in their life that's missing. And you're tapping into, you know, you're going to wherever you're needed. And I just, I've never looked at it that way. So this was a, this has been a learning journey for me too, going, wow, you might actually be going to people who, you know, are in their home, they're not missing, but there's something going on or they're somewhere or they're out in the world and they need guidance. So um, I just loved hearing about that. I think that's just amazing. Just absolutely mm. amazing what you do. So yeah, and I'm hoping it's okay, but I'd like to switch gears a little um, because there was a couple of other things that you had mentioned that I really want to hear about too before we run out of time. And one of the things was was talking about the difference between the karma wheel versus the dharma path. Like I'm really mm. interested about that. If you can tell me more. Yeah. So you know, um, as I love to explore all different belief systems and. Um, and I love to read and I love to listen to podcasts. And somehow my friend and I, we, you know, I have a, like a soul sister where we just sit and talk about some of the stuff for hours and we feel like we're decoding it. So then maybe if we're putting it in to the consciousness and the collective, then maybe somebody else can grab it. That's looking for the same thing. Um, so one of the things we've talked about a lot is the karma wheel, um, meaning like the belief of reincarnating on the planet over and over again to do our lessons and to do our work and to grow and expand versus choosing the Dharma path, which would be um, your mission work and stepping off of that loop of lessons and having the potential to, um, to step off of that and to go straight back to source where we came from. Um, so it's something I can uh, something I think about, like when I'm interacting with someone and I think, okay, is this in my a lot? Is this aligning with my values and where I'm at now? Or is this happening because I haven't resolved something karmically and we have to go another, another go round of this, right? So, um, I think when I was going back, when there was a period of time or a season where I was going back to my childhood and saying, okay, I like this trigger of feeling lonely. Like that's, I would say, why do I feel lonely all the time? I'm surrounded by people and I know I'm loved and I know I'm carried and I know I'm protected and all of these things, but why do I still have this feeling? So I would go back to my childhood, retrieve that aspect of myself that was fractured somewhere along the way and put it back in and, um, and collect myself along the way. So then I can be my best human and show up for people that need the same um, or that are looking for the same, right? I honor that some people are here just to experience a duality and, and maybe they're okay. Just, um, you know, maybe that's what their lifetime is meant for is to experience all of the, all of the fruits of 3d, but um, um, so so I guess that's kind of where I was or how I try and um, relate it to myself is, do I want to keep doing these same cycles with people or am I ready to step off that wheel and choose higher for myself? And then when I choose higher for myself, then I feel like it gives other people the opportunity to do the same thing. Right. Wow. That's awesome. And I have another question that I wanted to talk to you about as well. Purging energies because I think that's another really important thing to talk about mm -hmm. and Carolyn and I had an episode where we talked about that on here too but I'd love to hear your take on that as well 
Yeah. Okay. So I kind of figured out that this was something um, when I went to um, my, I've only been to one retreat and it was one retreat by three trees. He's an amazing sound healer um, with his partner, Greta. She's a shamanic healer and they're in the Berkshires right now. But when they were in um, Santa Fe, we decided during COVID, we were like, oh, let's go do a retreat. Let's see what this is about because we loved him and loved his work. And so we went there and that's where I realized when he would start playing, I could see, um, a portal opening up in the room where everyone was kind of laying in a circle and our feet were all together and I could see it spinning. And I asked him, do you see that? Like afterward, I said, is that, he said, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. So I was like, Hmm. Okay. So it was like a portal opened and there were angels all around. And then it was like, you know, a uh, cotton candy machine where it yeah. like gathers up all the cotton candy. I felt like the sound was collecting all of the lower frequencies that could not sustain in that high frequency place that we were in. And it was gathering it all up and then it was being purged into the earth. And then I thought, oh my God, uh, okay, so I can see this and what does this mean for me? So then I started kind of experimenting with it. And so when someone would come to me and say, I'm feeling X, Y, and Z, and I don't want, want to feel this anymore, I started thinking about how um, say you, you're done with a certain cycle in your life or you're having like, I don't know, let's say I feel so much shame because of this. And so you've, you have the awareness that you're done with the shame, but then it's an energy, right? So say mm-hmm. it comes out of your field. Well, then it just gets sucked back. It, I, I was thinking that maybe it just gets sucked right back in if you're not actually getting it out. So then I thought, well, what if you take that feeling of shame because it's just an energy and, um, and just recycle it back into the earth and let it let the earth transmute it because the earth is our our mother and and she is here to help us that's why we're here on this planet um and she's she's helping us and so i would take that feeling someone was having or whatever and i would visualize the portal opening back up and i would take whatever that person has told me because i don't want it on my field and um i don't want things sticking to me that aren't mine mm-hmm. either and just Um, I would take the, I would take that frequency, the, what, I guess a lower frequency feeling, um, and put it back into the earth to be recycled. And then I would watch the earth close it, close up, close the container. And, um, um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it really felt that simple of, wow, it just needs a place to go because Mm -hmm. it's just circling. So how about have the earth take it for us? Um, so yeah, so that's kind of how I started with that. (laughs) You know, it's interesting that, so I'm a yogi too, and a different Mm -hmm. kind of yoga, yoga, but I do that a lot in my, after the end of my yoga practice, when I'm in Travasana, I'll take all of that stuff and just let it go ahead and go down into mother earth. If there's anything lingering it, and you know what, I don't know, honestly, if it works, I just know I feel better when I'm done. Mm. So I'm like, whatever you can do that makes you feel better. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it must be something that's really important to do too, especially if you're remote, like you're going into this time and space and you're helping people because from what I'm understanding, you're going there, you're helping them because there's something that they need, right? They're in, they're in need of help. 
So typically that ends up being that they're in this lower state of energy because they need something from you. So do you find that that's something that sticks and this is what you use? This is your, your mode of letting go of all of that. You know what? I have not been using it for that, but that would be a great idea because I get out of those sessions and then I just, I just cry. I cry um, and get it out. And then sometimes, which I don't like doing, but I do, I'll go into my pantry and be like, what can I shove in my mouth so that I can ground all this? So that would be a great thing for me to look at, right? Of, um, right. Using that because, um, yeah, you know, everything is energy. It's all that it is. It just has to be, if we're doing all this movement of it, then let's put it back and give the energy a chance to be recycled into something greater. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that there's like, quote unquote, good or bad energy. It's just about how it makes us feel. Yeah. Right. So it can make us feel heavy. It can make us feel weighty. And so having things that we do to channel that or recycle the energy in a positive way is great. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Because then when I start, when I say this is good, this is bad, then um, my judgment gets a hold of it, or then my ego gets a hold of it. And, and, you know, I have to check myself, because I'm learning too, as I go. And so having the awareness is one thing. And then what do you do from there is is what counts? Yeah, absolutely. So I think we're in a really good spot here for the moment to take a break. And then uh, we'll be right back with Ashley. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Did you know that the average American spends 90% of their lives indoors? It's tragic and it's true. We've lost our connection to the wilderness from which we came and it's impacting every aspect of the human experience. If you're ready to slow down and take a cue from nature to help you bring your best self to life, love and work, and are ready for a breath of fresh air, then tune into Wellness in the Wilderness with Sydney Williams. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Connect with us and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. If you're looking for a radio program focused on reinventing public education, look no further. Let's Reinvent School with Ross Dennis will have you graduating with a new perspective on the public education system and offer insight into what can be done to ensure that all children thrive in school and beyond. Let's Reinvent School, Thursdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to There is an Angel for That. 
If you have a question for Yvonne, Carolyn, or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We've had a very energetic and lively conversation this last 45 minutes-ish with Ashley Campbell. So Ashley, you had mentioned the collective grid before and doing collective grid work. Can you Mm -hmm. tell me about that? Yeah. So um, when I started, um, you know, really tapping into the angelic realm and with Archangel Metatron, it seemed to me that this was all kind of like my own um, process where um, I could start to see the, the grids of the earth. And I could see all of the lines like, like, a like lit up. Um, and I had this feeling that, okay, I know that it's something to be doing my own inner healing and my own, my own internal grid. So I must have raised my, um, my vibration enough to match a different frequency where I could start doing collective work. So I would take a feeling like um, what would be considered, you know, maybe like a higher feeling of like love or mercy or grace or compassion, whatever I really felt like, oh, wow, okay, this week, this word feels important. I would take my hands to the earth and just flood the system or flood um, what I saw as grid lines with that frequency so that I believe if, um, if I am, you know, tapping into the word grace and what that feels like, then maybe someone who needs that grace can find it. So if they're tapped in on a, you know, their own grid, because I believe we're all connected, then they can find that, um, and then they can run with it because I believe we're all, you know, there's these golden threads everywhere. And so it feels to me like there is a higher template that is overlaying on the earth. Feels like there's kind of two templates. There's like an old dying one and there's a new cleaner one. Um, and so I believe there are people like me and people probably don't even realize they're doing this, but I believe if we are consciously aware we're doing it, then it must hold a little more potency. So I um, just take a, a, a something that feels simple and I just flood the earth with it. Or I would do a lot of walking meditations where I know my feet are pushing that energy through. And I would go, this feels silly, but I know it feels right. And or right for me. So, um, I just keep doing it. And then I always think about how, um, how like I grew up Catholic. And so, um, but I never felt close to God or to Jesus. It wasn't until like, you know, several years ago where then I go, Oh, that's who he was. And that's what he was, what he was doing. And, um, so I would, you know, tap into those higher frequencies and just push them in to where I thought they were needed. And then I just let it go. And I think about, oh, I brought up Jesus because I think about how he would say, pray in private. And that's pretty much what I do. Like, I, it's not like I'm out announcing, of course, I'm on your podcast, but um, 
I'm not out announcing this to people. Like I am going to pick up my girls from school. I have a real 3d job. I do residential appraisals. I, um, but I know when I walk into Costco, like, okay, who can I affect on my grid with a certain frequency that maybe that could help that person? Um, and so most of it is really done in private because it is such a private thing that you can't really explain to someone. And once you know, you know, and then you know. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. So I know we can all be doing this in our own way. And when you think, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom, or what do I have to give, or oh, why am my schedule so busy, or or whatever people's excuses are, you hit a point where something shifts if you're needed, or and then it just organically opens, and then when you just follow, like you just get more, um, and then I have this inner peace that has taken me a long time, you know, to get through because I had, I, you know, I would go, what about this or who, what about this person? Or, you know, let me fix this for this person or, or whatever. And then I realized, no, just being myself allows people the opportunity to be themselves, um, whatever that looks like in whatever process. Um, so that's awesome. I think that's beautiful. And so why don't you tell us who your private clients are and how you work with them? Yeah. So I have clients that will come to me um, and say, I have this relationship with this person that I can't get over, or I need to know more about this. And so I will just tap in and I call in all of the angels and guides um, and say, what does, this person need to know about this. And then I just get a direct line of what they need to know. And so it gives people relief or comfort. I'll have people that are saying my, you know, um, my uncle is having surgery and needs help. And so I will go in and just, I don't try to change any outcomes or anything like that. I just simply put my presence there and do what organically needs to be done. I can hold someone's heart. I can hold someone's hand. I can just flood energy. You know, it's very, I guess, similar to Reiki, but in my own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'll have people, clients come in for that, or I'll have, um, clients come in that that just need someone to witness them and um and I'll say I will see I these are the things you're working on and I will see you through xyz and I literally will see you through xyz because I know the con- like the contract will be there with the person and then when it's done it's it's done and and you both know when it's done so um you know there's how all do kinds people of- reach you yeah how do people um, reach you so you can reach me by my email address, which is info at um, angelsbyashley.com. So it's all traditional spelling, info at angelsbyashley.com. Um, yeah, and then we just go from there. So it was lovely talking to you today. You're amazing. Oh, it was lovely talking with you. Thank yeah. you so much for having me on. Yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure. I mean, I still have <laughs> literally like a hundred more questions. So, you know, maybe at some point down the road in the future, we can um, we can come back and maybe be a guest again. I just feel like there's still so much that we haven't uncovered yet. But um, yeah, um, 
In the meantime, I just want to say to uh, all of our listeners, we really hope that you enjoyed today's show and that you found it inspirational and helpful. I know I sure did. And thank you to everyone for joining us. We're really looking forward to seeing you again right here on There is an Angel for That on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Angel blessings to you all, and I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of There is an Angel for That. If you enjoyed today's show, please join us next week at the same day and same time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, we wish you a beautiful week.